0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Good Trash Garbage shoot. Quick reviews on new releases. I am Arthur Gordon, uh, and this week we're going to be taking a look at the new uh, adaptation of the best-selling novel, Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, the, Where the Crawdads Sing uh, is rated PG-13. It clocks in at two hours and five minutes. Uh, it is a screenplay by Lucy Alibar based on the same uh, book of the same title by Delia Owens. Uh, It stars Daisy Edgar-Jones, Taylor John Smith, Harris Dickinson, uh, and is directed by Olivia Newman. Uh, If you are unfamiliar with this story, it is sort of a hybrid coming-of-age slash mystery courthouse type story. Uh, the, The quick synopsis here from IMDb, is a woman who raised herself in the marshes of the Deep South becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she was once involved with. Um, Now, I had not read the book up until about a week ago. I actually read the book, um, finished it just a couple of days ago, and so I, I didn't catch it in that kind of initial wave, but it is an immensely popular book, one of the best-selling books of all time. Uh, as of January 2022, it had sold 12 million copies, um, and I've seen it multiple times in Target, in Barnes & Noble, other bookstores. That the coverage has kind of really popped. Um, the, the title, I think, is very evocative, and so you know, it was one I had not read, but I was seen enough to know it was a thing and it was very popular. Uh I had had friends who had read it uh but my I myself had not gotten to it. So when the movie was coming out, I wanted to see the movie. I, w- I had wanted to read the book anyway. And so I did a package deal. So I just read the book a few days ago. Uh went and saw the movie just I about uh got out about an hour ago. Uh so this is fresh out the fresh out the kitchen. Um so yeah, I, I, I am drawn to this title, I think, because I, I have roots in the deep South. Um, I, I, I like to eat crawfish. Uh, so that's kind of the, you know, uh, the idea of the crawdad, the crawfish crayfish, uh, is, is one that always kind of catches my eye. And, and I just think that's a it's a great title. I'm not going to lie where the crawdads sing. I think that's a very evocative title. I like that. Um, we're not here to review the book though. We're going to take a look at this movie. Um, as I said, uh, two hours, five minutes, PG-13, so it is doing uh, a lot in a little amount of time, and that's always a challenge with book-to-movie adaptations or book-to-television adaptations, right? Uh, In this Uh, Daisy Edgar Jones stars as our titular character, Kaya Clark, um, who has been abandoned in the marshes of North Carolina at the young age of eight in 1952, if I'm not mistaken, is about the time uh, where we kind of kick off uh, her story. uh, And it's about her raising herself, essentially. So the the big crux of this really is a coming of age story about this woman who has grown up as an outcast, an outsider, uh, something of a, uh, social pariah. Uh, she is made fun of by the townsfolk. They think she is this, you know, monster that lives off in the marsh and all of that kind of rolls around in the novel. Uh, there's a lot to kind of play with the book spans about a 15, 18 year time span. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the movie movie does as well. Um, and so uh, the, the movie itself also tries to encapsulate that time span. Uh, this is uh, a very melodramatic film, you know, If you've read the book, you probably know what you're getting. If you've only seen trailers, you're probably going to have a good idea. Actually, I think the trailer sells this pretty well. Uh, It does feel like it's about two steps above a Hallmark film. Um, And that's kind of where it lies in that high, melodramatic, low-budget romance territory. And I think that's about where it settles as well. It doesn't really do anything too... Um, egregious but it also really doesn't do anything too spectacular either um, a few things going on uh, Daisy Edgar Jones I believe is a British actress and so she is doing this kind of southern uh, affectation and, and it's a little inconsistent sometimes it's thicker uh, than it is at other points sometimes it's just kind of a, a base American uh, accent that doesn't really have a strong affectation. And for somebody who's kind of raised that part of the country at that time, that that accent, sh- I think, would have been something much thicker and much uh, more specific to the region. And so her, you know, dialect there uh, doesn't quite get it. But I think the performance itself is pretty good. She's cagey, uh, unsettled, unnerved, but also very kind of confident in her way. And I think that does reflect the character from the book. And I think Jones uh, captures that well. Everybody else feels like they're in a movie of the month type of situation. Uh, uh, like I said, you could have pegged these guys from a uh, a television movie, a Hallmark movie, a Lifetime movie. You, you got the the the, the uh, jock douchey guy. Uh, you, you've got the um, golden heart. Wants to love her, doesn't have it, Ryan Gosling notebook type. Uh, You got the old wise lawyer, you know, er every kind of thing you'd expect. The archetypes are all there and kind of played to a T by everybody involved. Um, David Strait is here as well, kind of lending credibility, I think, to the whole production as the most noted known. Uh, character actor in the bunch. Um, and he's, he's good. You know, he he's David Straight and he doesn't really miss. Uh, and here he's just kind of playing wise, elderly lawyer, number one. Uh, and he does it well. Right, but everything else is about what you'd expect. And I think that's really the most you can say about this movie on the whole is, it is about what you'd expect. Uh, again, like I said, it's not doing anything super egregious. But it is, um, not quite, you know, lighting anybody on fire. That being said, from what I understand, critics have derided this. You know, it's not been uh, getting a lot of good reviews critically, uh, but audiences are loving it. And I think the target audience for this uh, is really going to get a kick out of it. I watched it in a the theater with uh, several uh, elder uh, audience members. I was probably the youngest one in there by about 15 years, if not more. Uh and I think they all seem to to really get a kick out of it. Uh they they I, I overheard some people saying it was done well, they liked it. So I think fans of the book might have some qualms and we can get into that. Uh, but I think by and large the target demographic for this is really gonna go for it. And so I, you know, I I think for this type of film, the notebook is the measuring stick. I think the notebook is very good. Uh, I think it's, you know, just so well cast, well put together, well assembled uh, that it just works. It's, it's got a lot of heart and a lot of pathos and uh, just Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams are so good together in that movie. This, you know, it, it just doesn't have that kind of thing to make it soar above being what it is, that being said, it has financially you know surpassed expectations in its opening weekend. And so if, if you're a fan of the book, you like this sort of movie, uh, you know, if you're you're gonna be binge watching Virgin River and uh, watching uh, you know Sweet Magnolias on Netflix and then that's your jam, uh, I think this will be your movie. I, I think you will get a kick out of that and you know um, it's it's not reinventing the will, and that doesn't always have to be the case with the movie. Uh, I think for me, the, the biggest thing uh, about its issues from a technical standpoint is in some of the editing and in some of the timeline within the narrative. Now, like I said, the book covers, I think it's about a 15 to 18 time year time span. This movie's covering that same period, uh, but events are moved around. Uh, one, I think for appropriateness, two, for uh, just trying to tell the story in a way that makes sense for the screen. Uh, I I, I think it does a very smart thing and some smarter things than what the book does in a few ways. I think that it opens and gives us this framing narrative of the court case. And I think that's very important. Uh, The the book kind of flirts at it and eventually gets to it, but it's very slow movie. And I always kind of felt the book never really knew what it wanted to be. Is it a coming of age story? Is it a court case book? Is it a, Uh, romance, it really tries to do multiple things and can't find its footing in a way that really flows well. I think the movie kind of uh, fixes that, puts a bandage on some of that by giving us this framing narrative in a way uh, that works a lot stronger and kind of just throwing us much deeper into that trial slash murder mystery component of this. Um, but there's a lot of timeline messiness. There's some editing stuff at the beginning where things are just happening in such quick succession that it's doesn't make uh sense. Isn't the word, but, um, it's just kind of hard to understand that the time lapse and that's consistent throughout the movie, uh, because we don't really see characters aging and time is spanning. They don't do a lot of work to do that through costuming. Uh, it's hard to know when times pass, how much time has passed, Uh, And you just kind of have to go with it. It, it, There's a a break in the reality of what we're seeing unfold from a timeline chronological standpoint. I think that hurts it. Uh, It also feels kind of nondescript. Obviously, we don't have a bunch of sets. There's a small street strip that uh, gets a couple of shots. Uh, There's a couple of exteriors, a a, a marina uh, shop that gets uh, some probably the, the biggest part of the set other than the house and the, this, the water. Uh, and I will say though, the, the setting for this, these marshes are, are just beautiful. Um, the filming there is, is gorgeous. And so I, I, I do commend that. I think aesthetically it looks really pretty. Um, but I, you know, it, it just never really captures that time period. I think in a way that works and that time frame and time lapse in a way that makes sense. Uh, again everything feels pretty stock pretty standard um if, if you've seen one of these movies i feel like you've seen this movie already there's you know nothing really here unique about it um and so you know at the end of the day uh the 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 biggest pro and biggest con of this is that it's just middle of the road it's not offensive it's not egregious but it's also not you know interesting or unique or doing anything fascinating Uh, again though, if, if, you know, if you, you already know, I think if this movie is for you or if it is not for you, uh, I, I was just curious about it. I wanted to go see it. I like to just try to see as much as I can. Uh, and so I, you know, I went to it. Um, I, I didn't hate it. Uh, I, I, there was a lot to like about it. I did catch myself getting caught up in the story, even though I just read it. Um, I think they, you know, lay it out in a way that makes sense. I think for, you know, I'm not going to try to spoil anything about it, uh, but if you have read the book and you're you're not sure about the movie, I, I think the biggest change, uh, obviously some characters get rolled into one character. Um, the, the, the timing thing is the biggest thing because there's some stuff that's in the third of the book, last third of the book that is brought to the forefront of the film to give it this framing narrative. Um, and I don't know. I, I think it works. Big picture. The way they incorporated it didn't quite gel with me. Um, and I don't know if it'll gel with fans of the book as well. Uh, but that aside, I think fans of the book will probably get into this unless there's something I'm missing. Um, there's also some cuts to a, a couple of things about uh highest character that they, I think for time reasons, just couldn't get in. And actually I think it was one of the weaker parts of the book. And so I'm glad that they didn't. And so there you have it. Uh, I, I mean, for me, this is probably a good, you know, I'd say six out of 10 is where I would land on this. Uh It's not egregious. I, I didn't, wasn't offended. I went and spent time watching it. Uh I would go, you know, I'd watch it again if somebody wanted to watch it with me. Uh, or we're interested in seeing it. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it in that way. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't give a lot. There's not a lot to pull out of it. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way on the book. The book was okay. Um, uh, and so, you know, it wasn't super compelling. This isn't super compelling. Again, I think it goes back to the idea of that it's trying to do a lot. You know, is it a murder mystery? Is it a coming big age story? Is it a romance? Is it a Uh, You know, what have you, a courtroom movie, you know, those kind of four different genres that it's playing in and it never feels like it's strong enough in any of them. It's just stretched too thin across all of those uh, and anything else that it does. It also feels like the emotional stakes, the emotional beats aren't quite there for us in the movie, which is typically the case, I think, for people who come off of reading a book and then moving into the adaptation, unless there is just something stellar about that adaptation. Uh, I I think there are those kind of moments. And so again, solid six out of 10. Uh, For most people, I'm probably going to say pass this one, uh, skip it. Uh, but if you are a fan of the book or if this is your genre, this kind of uh, young adult, young womanhood romance uh, with a lot of drama, uh, then you'll probably dig it. Uh, the The director, Olivia Newman, um, this is only her second f- direct uh, feature film. Uh, she had done a, a second one earlier uh, called First Match, I believe, maybe for Netflix um, in 2018. Uh, but, uh, she's also worked on TV quite a bit. She's done some work on Chicago PD, Chicago fire. And so that's kind of her background is this high melodrama soap opera style storytelling. And I think if that's your thing, um, then yeah, I think the movie would be for you, but by and large, I, I just can't really recommend this one. I don't think so. There you have it. That's it. Um, another good trash garbage shoot pick for you as we talked here today about where the crawdads sing here in 2022 um if you go check it out let us know over on good trash media on twitter what you thought of it uh and uh until next time uh keep watching movies